0: Your City, or something like it, is an anthology of fiction stories, each inspired by a specific location in New York City. For more episodes, and for information on how to submit your own story, visit AIA's website at aeaea.co. And now we take you to a chessboard in Tompkins Square Park for Gambit. Body and take my sight. The world keeps turning day to night. Take my body, oh, take my sight. I'll stay on. Until the dawn first breaks its light. No. No, thank you. I'm waiting for my granddaughter. <coughs> take my body. Come take my sight. mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, baby, hurry up. Showtime.
1: Oh, shit, sorry, I didn't, sorry. Oh. Grandpa, I'm sorry, I'm late. I-, I just was back there and then the car was just coming and then, you know, it just- Sierra,
0: baby, what is that in your nose?
1: What? Oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I didn't even think about telling you. Ginger was going to the piercing place to get one, and she asked if I wanted to come along, and I said, of course, you know, I wanted to support her. And then when I got there, I thought, well, why not? I'm on the college once, you know, and then she just... Relax.
0: Relax, honey. Relax. I'm only playing with you. You look good. (sighs)
1: Sorry. Someone honked at me while I was crossing back there, and I'm still a little rattled.
0: Well, what do we say to that? (laughs) Fuck a duck. That's right. Fuck a duck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I brought you a donut. I know you've been trying to avoid sugar, but I thought, you know, it being mom's birthday and all, you might make an exception.
0: Oh, my, that that does look good. Mm-hmm. How about this? You split it with me, and the doctor won't have to know. Deal. All right, baby girl, give me the report.
1: Mm, well, we got feedback on our midterm proposals and journalism. Lots of red pen from Professor Lewis. Oh,
0: Lord. That man needs to retire.
1: No, you know, that's what I thought after last semester, but he's being nicer this time. Or maybe I'm just getting used to it. Either way, I think it's going to be okay. Good. That's
0: good. And the other classes?
1: Oh, they're good. I didn't think I was going to like taking math again, but...
0: You know it breaks my heart to hear you say
1: that. No, I know, but listen, I'm saying I do like it. Everything is making sense. And you'll be happy to hear I aced my quiz this week. Well, well, well.
0: Who knew my baby was such a genius?
1: Well, I wouldn't say genius, but maybe I'm rising to the challenge.
0: Now, speaking of uh, difficult subjects... Oh, my gosh. How's that boy Derek doing?
1: I knew you were going to bring that up.
0: Can't a man take an interest in his granddaughter's life?
1: A hypothetical man can, yes. But you can't, because you don't know when to let things go.
0: (laughs) Oh, really, no?
1: You want to know what I think? What's that? I think you're stalling.
0: Is that so? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. I think after last week, you're afraid of another (laughs) ass-kicking.
0: Really, Mm now? As I remember it, you only got one game.
1: But it was the last one. That means I'm on a hot streak. Come on, come on, let's play. I'm feeling lucky.
0: All right, baby, all right, hold your horses. You want first or second?
1: White's on your side.
0: You think someone's coming for us if we play black first?
1: I guess not.
0: All right, then, it's Hot Streak, first or second? First. Go ahead. Now, Sierra, I've got, a, I've got a bit of a story today.
1: Are you trying to distract me? No,
0: no, no. I, I just thought it might be nice to tell you a story about my life.
1: Okay. I'd love to hear it.
0: Well, then. It's a story about... About me. But also about intrigue. Mystery. Secrets.
1: what kind of secrets?
0: Big ones, little ones, red ones, blue ones, secrets (laughs) of all kinds. But let's start with this. I've been playing chess in this park for 30 years. That's a secret? Did you know?
1: I guess I didn't, but... Then
0: it's a secret. And not just from you. Nobody knew. Not your mama, not your grandma, nobody.
1: So when you said you wanted to try somewhere new...
0: New for you, not for me.
1: Grandpa, I go to school like five blocks that way.
0: And it's a hell of a lot harder to hide now than it used to be. But you started there around the time I got the tank. So it got harder to make the trip.
1: Now, I happen to know for a fact that there are plenty of chess tables between here and Harlem. Not
0: unlike this one. Oh, really? On my life, Sierra, you're sitting at the best table in all of Manhattan. It's worth keeping secret.
1: Apparently not that secret if you're telling me.
0: It's legacy, baby. We gotta pass these things along.
1: Okay, sure. Um, Yeah, so what's so special about this table?
0: Let me ask you this. You ever play chess alone?
1: Sometimes, yeah. I mean... Um, when you started going to the hospital more, sometimes one of the visits would overlap with our game time and... Well, I just started playing against myself. Passing the time.
0: Oh. Oh, I didn't mean to.
1: Don't. It's fine. I wasn't trying to make you feel bad. I just... It made me feel better. Like you were still there. It's stupid
0: not stupids here. I know. Well, when you play alone here at this table, something special happens. Or at least it used to. Used to? Used to. It dried up a few years back, and that's on me, but we'll get there.
1: Hold on. That's why you kept it secret. Hmm? You broke something. I wouldn't say it. What'd you break?
0: The way used to be that if you played at this table alone, if you played a little slow, you might find something tugging at your hand. Something hungry. Hungry? Hungry for a game, I mean. Something that wanted to play.
1: And when you say something, not a person? No,
0: no, a person. In a way, just not flesh and blood. Not like you or me.
1: Something scary?
0: Not quite. Just a little invisible something that grabbed at your wrist and told you where to put the pieces. Like I said, it always wanted to play.
1: Huh. You ever check this with anyone else?
0: I don't think anyone else played slow enough to notice the pull. But you know me, baby. I like to take my time.
1: How convenient for you.
0: Now I see that look in your eye. But I'm telling you the truth. Whenever I played by myself, whenever I fooled around a little too long, that thing would grab my hand and start to play.
1: Stop. Back up.
0: Did you win? What do you think?
1: Well, if I had to guess based on this game, I'd say... Sierra,
0: baby, what do you think?
1: I think you probably kicked its ass.
0: Damn right I kicked his ass. <laughs> Not your ordinary everyday ass kicking either. He got a pawn and a bishop, and I took everything he had.
1: Speaking of, I'll be taking that bishop now. hmm Okay, hot streak.
0: But you better slow down because I still got a lot of story left to tell. Mm,
1: okay. Slow poke. And you better hurry up because I'm coming for the other one too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. (laughs) All
1: right. Where was I? You were hustling some poor ghost.
0: Hustling? Not quite. But I was cleaning up. Same routine every day. I put out my hand. He moves the pieces. I take his king. Repeat.
1: You said this guy had a name.
0: Gregory Zaleski. Of the Brighton Beach Zaleski.
1: Am I supposed to know who those are?
0: No, no, I'm just having fun. There was only one other Zaleski, his sister Yana.
1: And you knew them?
0: Not at first, but I got to know them over time.
1: So what's the deal? You beat some ghosty guy at chess every day for 30 years and suddenly you know everything about his family?
0: I appreciate your skepticism, baby, but it went a lot deeper than the game. You see, Gregory didn't play like anyone i would ever seen before. What do you mean? Weird patterns, unusual strategies, moves that didn't make any sense. He followed the rules, but he didn't seem so interested in taking my king. Then one day it hit me. He wasn't losing. He was speaking. speaking. Look at you. Took me two months to figure out what you got <laughs> in five minutes.
1: I mean, I don't want to brag, but I took intro to linguistics last semester, so I'm basically an expert.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wish I'd had your expertise back then, because I was clueless. But at the time, I had a habit of writing down my moves. Kept me sharp, reflecting on my games. And after a while, I started to notice some patterns.
1: Grandpa, I have never seen you write down a move in your life. Oh,
0: you didn't know me back then. I was wild.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay. So, patterns.
0: Patterns. Cycles. The same few moves showing up every game. Different places each time, but reliable.
1: Words. Or ideas.
0: Exactly. As time went by, I started to get a, a feel for what he was trying to say
1: seems awfully complicated as far as languages go
0: you think so but for some reason it felt natural like the way you learn language as a kid i never had to work too hard at it because the more i played with gregory the more his moves just made sense
1: was it in sentences
0: in a way i could tell what he was saying The whole thing came together at once. Not piece by piece, but an entire message in one game.
1: Let's see. He wanted you to solve his murder. No. To send a message to his sister. What was her name, Yana? Nope. Okay, okay. So he wanted you to find the doubloons he buried under Prospect Park.
0: Not even close. What then? He wanted to talk about the weather. What? Hand to God, I swear. First message said, nice weather lately. And the second one said, shame about the rain. More or less.
1: I don't know about this story, Gramps.
0: You don't like it?
1: No, I do. Just, I kind of expected something more exciting.
0: You want injury
1: I expect it.
0: <laughs> well, how's this for injury? How do you think I found out about his sister?
1: I figured he told you at some point. That's
0: the thing. Gregory didn't talk about Yana. Didn't even talk about himself. Didn't talk about anything but the weather. Hmm. So if that's the case, how do you think I know so much about his life?
1: You went hunting. I did. Playing detective.
0: I wasn't playing at anything, Sierra. I worked. You hit them streets? I hit the books. Went to the library started hunting around. My cousin Lydia was working there at the time. You remember the one who gave you all those porcelain dolls?
1: Oh, God, I hated those. I don't blame
0: you. Awful little thing.
1: They had... I'm pretty sure they had real hair. (laughs) They did. They did. Mm -mm.
0: (laughs) But she was a hell of a librarian. And she helped me find what I was looking for.
1: What were you looking for?
0: Well, at first, I was looking for foul play, like you said. Mm -hmm. Unsolved murder of a chess grandmaster, something like that. Gregory hadn't told me his name yet, so I didn't have much to go on.
1: Why not just ask him?
0: He was... Well, he didn't much seem to like talking about his life. Wanted to hear about mine, and... I was afraid if I asked, he might run away.
1: And his sister?
0: Didn't tell me about her either.
1: Hmm. That's a shame. Is it? Well, you were there. You could have, I don't know, given her a message, let them talk. I bet she would have liked that.
0: I think he was nervous, Sierra. Didn't want her to see him that way.
1: Still, you could have
0: tried. Maybe.
1: Definitely. Hmm.
0: Well, In any case, I didn't know his name, so all I had to go on was a feeling. And that feeling led me, eventually, to a little interview piece from ten years back. Local color. The men of Tompkins Square.
1: Including our ghost.
0: Gregory Zaleski.
1: Of the Brighton Beach (laughs) Zaleskis?
0: The very same.
1: And you recognized him?
0: Couldn't have been anyone else. Something in the way he talked.
1: So, who was he?
0: Nobody, really. I mean, he was a decent man. Moved from the Ukraine in his 20s, found a place to live with his sister, worked nights cleaning up around the local YMCA. Died of a heart attack a little too young. How young? I don't know.
1: Then how did you... It's
0: always too young, Sierra? I guess you're right. So you tell me, baby. You do the research. You find the name but as far as you can tell there's no mystery nothing to cause a haunting but you got the evidence right there a ghost in tompkins square what would you do
1: i think i'd go looking for yana why is that gregory he's all small talk you want answers you look for the sister
0: <laughs> well you're my granddaughter all right in the interview, Gregory mentioned Yano working at a little diner on the Upper East Side, and I did need answers. So I sniffed out the diner and crossed my fingers to hope I could find her there.
1: And? What was she like?
0: She was wonderful, a true kind soul. Hmm. Same diner for 20 years, every day serving the egg creams and wiping down the tables and doing everything she could to make a place for the weary to smile. (laughs) I knew it. You always had a knack for people.
1: But back at the park, Gregory's still looking for games.
0: I suppose he was.
1: And you're at the diner snooping on his family.
0: Snooping seems strong. But yes, yes I was.
1: (laughs) So what did she say? What? When you told her about him. (sighs) Oh my god. You didn't tell her? It wasn't so easy. If I, if someone I... (sighs) She had a right to know.
0: Sierra, Grigory didn't even want to mention her to me. He sure as hell didn't want to talk to her through me. I had to respect that. (sighs)
1: So you just let her think he was gone?
0: It was what he wanted.
1: What about what she wanted?
0: Sierra, Yana was happy. She didn't need him. I spent 10 long years going to that diner every single Friday and I never once saw a crack in her smile. People find a way without the people they love. Ghosts don't always need to return. Hold on, 10
1: years?
0: That's how long it took. For what? To become her friend.
1: Grandpa, I'm 19. If it took me 10 years to make a friend, I wouldn't have many.
0: (laughs) Well, okay. You got me there. We were friends after the first few months. But I liked her. And once we made that friendship, I didn't want to let it go.
1: Hmm. That's nice. It was. So what was the answer? What answer? The reason for the haunting.
0: You really want to know?
1: Of course I do.
0: Well, he really liked chess. What? I swear, baby, I looked for an answer for ten years, and that man had no reason to stick around other than a fondness for the birds in Tonkin Square.
1: That's it?
0: Not every story needs a tragedy,
1: Sierra.
0: Mm. Maybe this one's just about me and him, and the sunniest days in June, and a few good games.
1: Uh Uh-uh, but it does not make sense. Why not? Because, because if he didn't have anything to hide, then why didn't he tell you about Yana?
0: I think he was afraid. They took care of each other before he died, but after the heart attack, well, I think he just felt bad he couldn't be there for her anymore.
1: That sucks. does. No, that really sucks. They could have had another ten years together if he wasn't so afraid.
0: Like I said, Sierra, not every ghost needs to come back. They had their chance to say goodbye. Maybe he just wanted to play a few games with strangers. Maybe she just wanted to sneak a smoke between shifts when the weather allowed. Maybe that's enough.
1: I want to talk to him. You do? Talk some sense into him. I mean, Jesus.
0: He's not around
1: anymore, Sierra, like I said. Then we should tell her.
0: She's not around either. She skipped town a few years back, went down to Baltimore where her cousin lived, said she wanted to be with family before the end. Oh. I did tell Gregory, though, admitted that I had been sneaking around looking up on him. He was pissed off at first, but he forgave me pretty quick. I think he was happy to know she had someone looking out for her,
1: And he followed her?
0: I think so. He never told me where he was going, but, well, I imagine he found a table down in Baltimore. I figured that was always the appeal of Tompkins, close enough to know she was all right, but far enough away not to interfere.
1: Do you ever think about following him down there?
0: Me? Hell no, baby. You know as well as I do, I'm never boarding a plane again. Not as long as I'm strapped to this thing. But Yana and I still trade letters sometimes.
1: And that's why you stopped coming to Tompkins. That's right. Hmm. What do you think? About what?
0: The story. I like Yana. Not Grigory? I don't know. He loved his sister, Sierra. Enough to give her the space to grow.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: You know, he said something to me last time I played him. Yeah? Something special.
1: Are you gonna tell me? I
0: don't know. Are you sure you wanna hear? Sure. Well, the last time we played he told me he was leaving. Wouldn't tell me where, but I connected the dots. But he said he wanted a real game. No messages, just play. And Sierra,
1: Yeah? He
0: whooped my ass.
1: <laughs> no way. I
0: swear. Turns out he'd been playing with kid gloves the whole time, sending his little messages. The second he took them off, I was done for. But after he took my king, he had me move the pieces a bit more, Mm -hmm. spelled out another message in the language he taught me, piece by piece, a few words, telling me how he wanted to say goodbye.
1: What did he say?
0: You sure you want to know?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: It said, well, it said he was happy to have met. He'd had a good time playing all those years, and he said, oh, hell, I'm not sure I know how to tell you this, Sierra. He said he thought he'd see me soon.
1: Is that what this is all about? Sierra, I... What did she say? Who? You know who. The doctor. What did she say?
0: Six months. Maybe less.
1: God! God! Why couldn't you just tell me? Baby, I
0: am telling you.
1: No, you're not. You're not. You're making up stories about about ghosts and and chests. Uh, And it just makes me want to scream. Why can't you just tell me these things?
0: Sierra,
1: I'm dying. I know. I know. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, I'm sorry.
1: It's, It's not about me.
0: It is about you, Sierra. It's about the both of us.
1: Yeah. I love you, Grandpa.
0: I love you too, baby.
1: What am I going to do? What do you mean? Without you. Oh. I I don't want to make this about me, but this last year has been so hard. Even with you around, I'm... it's, It's college, Grandpa. They expect me to know what I want, and I don't. And I know I have to figure it out alone.
0: You know, Sierra, the last time I saw Gregory, he told me...
1: Please don't make this beautiful. Sorry? You have this way of turning things, making speeches, wrapping everything up in a story. And they're beautiful, but they aren't real.
0: Stories can be real, Sierra.
1: Of course they can be, but the real world hurts, Grandpa, and in your stories, it never does. Oh. You're leaving, Grandpa. I know you don't want to, but you are. You need to let that hurt.
0: I'm s- I'm sorry, I- Okay, baby. I will.
1: I need to tell you something and I need you to just listen and not to try to make it better. Okay. Promise me. Promise you won't try to make it better.
0: I promise.
1: I've been thinking about dropping out of school. Oh. I I don't want to, I don't want to give it up, but it was hard even before you got sick and now, now it just seems, now it just feels impossible.
0: I always thought you liked school.
1: I did. I loved it. but now it's just it's not just school anymore. They want me to figure out who I am and I I, I thought I knew, but it turns out I'm full of shit. Yeah,
0: Sierra. No,
1: I am. Do you know where I'm going after this? Where? Public speaking workshop. Professor Lewis made me sign up last spring. They say it's extra credit, but everyone knows it's for the people who can't hack it like me.
0: Sierra, you've wanted to be a journalist your whole life.
1: No, not my whole life. I was six years old. You know what did it? You know what made me decide to be a reporter? Of course
0: I do. You, you were six years old, and the landlady got you that disposable camera for your birthday. Right then, you decided. You tell stories, too.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. But last week I remembered, I asked her for the camera. And you know why? Because I found a Spider-Man comic in the trash and I thought all reporters fought crime.
0: You're kidding me.
1: Nope, that's the story. That's all there is. Sierra June, 19 years old, trying to pick a career and the best clue I have is that when I was six I wanted to shoot webs out of my hands. It's
0: not half bad as far as origin stories go. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: You want my advice? Yeah. Damn, I was hoping you'd say no, because I don't have a clue.
1: (laughs) Gee, thanks.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, Sierra, but you've, you've stumbled upon one of life's great mysteries. Why bother? And I wish I could tell you I had it all figured out, but I don't.
1: Then what's the point of doing anything?
0: I don't know, baby. I thought for sure I'd figure it out by now, but I never did. nearest I ever came was with you. I thought, well, if I could raise you right, give you something to dream on, then it might all make sense. I guess that's why I like the stories.
1: But the stories aren't you, Grandpa. They're not? No, I mean... They're part of you, but the real you is vanilla ice cream and a crack stoop. Chess in the park on a warm day. And there's always gonna be chess grandpa, even when you're gone.
0: I suppose you're right, Sierra.
1: Can I ask you a favor? Anything. Can you tell me a story?
0: I thought I
1: No, not just any story. A true one. True? Yeah. As big and beautiful and brilliant as you like. But true.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think I can do that. It's, um... It's kind of heavy. That's okay. It's about the night your mama died. Okay. The night
1: you were
0: born a storm broke over the city and with that break came the rain streets filling up with water storm drains bubbling over in the night all the neighborhood cats floating through the streets on scraps of wood like sailors on the waves and when the water got so high it started lapping at the curb your mama told me it was time to go And she didn't want to trust her baby to a cab driver, not with the sky coming down. But it was her time. So I begged the neighbors to borrow their car, summoned up my will, and took her down the FDR drive alone.
1: Were you scared?
0: Sierra, I was petrified. But I loved your mama, and I loved you all bundled up inside her. And with the rain coming down, I figured that love was all I had. So when they took her in that room and told me to wait outside, I jammed my foot in the door and pushed my way in to hold her hand. And when they dragged her off to surgery and told me she might not make it out alive, I told them to put me in a clean suit and send me in with the doctor because there wasn't any way I'd let her face the dark alone.
1: Did you really do all that for Mom?
0: I did, baby. And I would do it for you.
1: I'll do it for you too, Grandpa.
0: I know you will, baby. Because I saw something in your eyes when you first came into the world. You screamed in the night and turned to see your mama dead on the table. And in that moment, your soul might have decided to crack, but it didn't. You looked out into this horrible world with brand new eyes, and saw some place worth living. And when you did, I did too. My daughter died, Sierra. But you lived, and you decided to make me live with you. That's who you've been from the very start, baby. You keep going. It's what you do.
1: Oh, Grandpa.
0: I don't have answers for you, Sierra. And you're right. This world hurts a hell of a lot more than it should. But you won't always be afraid. I believe that. I do. Okay. Do you believe me?
1: I don't know. But I believe that you are telling the truth. I tried. So what happens next?
0: In the long run, I don't know. But right now, I think it's shall turn.
1: <laughs> okay. I think you did go down to Baltimore. What? You said you didn't, but I think you did. Why is that? Come on, Grandpa. I've known you 19 years now, and you've never once let something go.
0: (laughs) I suppose you're right.
1: And I think you found him pretty fast. Gregory? Yeah. I mean, how many parks can there be? It's only Baltimore. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, you had a little help because when you got to the park, someone else was there. Yana. I think so.
0: He came around.
1: I knew he would.
0: He had some time to think and decided. Life is too hard already to keep things from the people you love. And he wouldn't disappoint her with the truth.
1: Of course he wouldn't. She loved him.
0: And he loved her.
1: Did you talk to them?
0: I don't think so. Me neither. But I watched them play.
1: Did you see what they said?
0: You know, I couldn't get close enough to get it exactly right, but.
1: They were talking about the weather.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think that's right. Hey, Grandpa. Yes, baby.
1: Checkmate.
0: I'll be damned.
1: I know why you told me that story. Oh, no, you do? Yeah, I do
0: care to tell me
1: I think you let me win
0: (laughs) no no Sierra you beat me fair and square
1: no no you let me win okay because you wanted to set up a message of your own oh and maybe you can send me more after you're gone
0: that's right I can
1: so go on then What does it say?
0: Now, now, baby, what use is the message if I tell you what it says?
1: Then how do I read it?
0: It's it's a feeling, something in your bones. You just look at the board and tell me what comes to mind.
1: Hope. Hope. That's right. There you go. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm sorry, Grandpa. I'm going to be late for class. I can't... Uh, go I just, on.
0: Go on. I don't want you to be late.
1: Do you need me to call you a cab back to Harlem? Sierra,
0: I baby. I've been getting around this city for 74 years now. I'll mm. be fine. Mm. You go ahead.
1: Okay. Okay. I love you, Grandpa.
0: I love you too, Sierra.
1: I'll see you Sunday.
0: Like always.
1: Right. Like always. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. I I love you, Grandpa. Sunday.
0: (laughs) Take my body. Take my hand. When my soul flies, I hope it finds a place to land.
1: Gambit was written and edited
0: by Jonathan Source. The part of Sierra was played by Ebony Pierce. The part of Omar was played by Rodney Singleton. This podcast is an IE production. This episode was recorded at Brooklyn Podcasting Studio.